Zdratwichin Cruises. That's hello from Russia. There you go. Welcome to my latest podcast on the beautiful world of cruises. This podcast, I'm going to focus on first-timers on a cruise. You see, that's the beauty of a travel agency, just like Go Cruise and Travel, as you just contact one person, one number. That way, building a rapport with a travel agent is one of the most satisfying parts of a fruitful relationship. So, let's get you started. For this podcast, we are making a case on a family of four. All the children are under 12, going on a 14-day Mediterranean cruise from Southampton. So why have I picked this scenario? Best all-round family cruise holiday. Mind you though, they sell very quickly. Great rates for under 17-year-olds. No hassle of flights or terminals. Just turn up at the port. Parking facilities at the port. And both Royal Caribbean and P&O are strongly recommended due to their family design ships. But before we board, a few details before your holiday. Passports must be up to six months validation. Travel insurance with COVID-19 cover is a must. Have a credit card or debit card ready with sufficient funds available. UK emergency contact, this is a must have. Make sure you are well. And in Europe, have euros. Not too many, but in small denominations. By this time, your booking will be completed online by yourself or by a GoCruise agent. Whichever you prefer, it's very simple. On embarking, it's very straightforward. Arrive on your allocated time, normally between 11am and 1pm. And make sure you secure your respective luggage tags on your suitcases, which will be labelled with the following. Booking number, your name, finally your cabin number. The luggage porters will take your suitcases. Please note, unlike on a flight, you're not restricted to one piece per person. You can take as many as you like, but remember two things. They must not exceed 23 kilos. This is purely for health and safety reasons for the porters. And number two, remember, when you arrive in your cabin, space for suitcases does vary between cabin grades. Most family cabins are designed to cater between four to six suitcases. At the embarkation terminal, a couple of points to consider. Don't arrive too early as some cruise lines are very strict on time slots. Point number two. Arriving late is no problem, but do try and avoid it. Just make sure it's not after the deadline of the ship's departure, because the ship will leave without you. In the embarkation desk, the agent will check your tickets and passport, and then take a photo of you, so look sharp. Also, your credit card will be registered for deposit and any future purchases on board. Each passenger will be given a card, the same size as a credit card, which will contain all your details. Please do not lose this card as it's your ID throughout your voyage. This card is basically for everything on board, such as your cabin door key. Must be scanned when embarking and disembarking at ports, when purchasing something from the shops, when ordering drinks, even if you have a beverage package, and purchasing any excursions on board, spa treatments, hair salons, and if available, speciality restaurants. Any purchases which actually cost money will be charged onto your credit card which you registered at the time of embarkation. And on the subject of credit cards, it's advisable to inform your provider or bank that you're actually going on the cruise. Okay, we are now walking up the gangway and your ship is getting bigger and bigger as you walk towards it. People are excited and then you may come across a souvenir photo shoot 
It's worth doing if it's your first time. Once you step on board the ship, your card will be swiped and the security person will see your photo and let you through. At this stage, there is also airport type scanners for your holding bags. And then you sanitize your hands and you're in. Your eyes will be darting all over the place. You are now in the atrium, the centerpiece of the ship. This is what I call the wow factor. Many cruise colleagues will be there to greet you and on all occasions, they will give you a welcome drink and with a nice smile. Just to give you an insight, the part where your cabin is situated is called the hotel. Very similar to the protocol of a land hotel, your room or cabin, as in this case, is not ready. So what do you do? Best advice is head towards a buffer area, normally situated at the back of the ship. Most modern ships will have this buffet area al fresco. By this time, and if you're like me, you'll be very excited. And all you want to do is explore the whole ship now. Believe me, take your time. And whilst in the buffet area, enjoy your food and drinks, which there is plenty of, and just relax. The ships will normally leave about four or five in the afternoon. But apart from the passengers' suitcases being loaded, they also have to load up all the provisions, which are also checked beforehand. Here are some remarkable figures. 11,000 kilos of beef, 3,000 kilos of lamb, 20,000 kilos of chicken, 6,000 kilos of fish, 12,000 kilos of fresh vegetables, 4,000 kilograms of different kinds of flour, enough to make between 34 and 36,000 rolls of bread on a daily basis. 600 gallons of ice cream, just over 110,000 fresh eggs, also 12,000 bottles and cans of beer, and not forgetting wine, 40,000 bottles of assorted wines and spirits are also loaded onto the ship. And then you have the fuel, which when it's being loaded, it's referred to as bunkering. And on a typical 40 night cruise, like the one we're talking about now, this ship will use an average of 80,000 gallons of diesel per day. By about 3 p.m. your cabin will be ready. Announcements will be made on the tannoy system of the ship or just simply asking reception. On a cruise ship they use a different terminology when describing a part of the ship. They refer the floors as decks so find out what your deck number is and to make it easier for the passengers for example on the starboard side they would have odd numbers on the cabins and on the opposite side port side to you and me that's the left part of the ship it will be even numbers when your cabin is ready you will see your suitcases by the door this is what we refer to as unpack once and also there will be a welcome message in your cabin whether on the tv screen or by a welcome note and on some cruise lines they will provide you with fresh fruit mineral water or even a bottle of bubbly. Well done to them. On your cruise card, you will see printed your muster drill information. It will state on which deck your muster station is located. Try and memorize it. It's the cruise line's version of the safety guidelines, similar to those when you're on a flight, when a member of the cabin crew demonstrates emergency procedure, for example, the doors and the lights. The only difference on the ship is that you have to attend the crew member in charge of your master station will scan your card, so be prepared. In your cabin, you will have at your disposal big colourful life jackets, and you will have to wear it to the master station. It may seem a bit chaotic at first, 
but stick to your meeting point. This will take about 30 minutes, so be patient. Now that your ship is moving, your holiday is now in second gear. Throughout the ship, you have touch screens or information panels showing where you are on a ship and also where each amenity is situated. Oh, and if you get lost, believe me, even on smaller ships, that's the fun part of the holiday. Also, at the time of booking your cruise, you will be asked for your dining options, as well as dietary requirements, allergies, what time dining, first or second, and also table size. Dinner with waiter service is one of the highlights of the cruise, especially if you're going to the main dining area. For a normal evening dress code for a man, simple jacket with slacks, tie is optional, and some shoes. For women, always like to look nice for an evening event. It's like going to the theatre with dinner, so I'll stop there. At the main dining room, you'll be treated to a three or even seven course meal with drinks. Remember, drinks package is best. If it's someone's anniversary or special birthday, you can pre-order a cake and the waiters will come round singing Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you. Okay, let's move on. If waiter service is not for you, then head to the buffet service, that's what I do. Food is just as good and seconds are plentiful. In the ship's theatres, Broadway style shows or spectacles are very popular and are set around the two dining options. That way you don't miss out. I'll give you a tip. For the really good shows, try and get there early. On the first few days, it's all about finding your bearings. On the ship, you have clubs for kids and these are very popular. They are broken down into age groups from 2 to 17. They have their own carers and include areas for sport, video games, music, and basically having fun. Highly recommended. And for the adults, we would like to pamper ourselves every now and again. And now you have that perfect opportunity, such as a spa, also thermal area where you can enjoy a soothing sauna, a relaxing steam, or an invigorating whirlpool bath, manicure, hair salons where early booking is advisable a massage with a blend of scented essences and aromatic oils, peaceful and relaxing aura surroundings, hot stone treatment, saunas. Now some will offer yoga and pilates classes, but these are normally carried out on the open decks. And please note, not all of these are complimentary and cruise lines do offer very attractive packages. For the more adventurous, try out, if they have one, a thalassotherapy pool. That's a bit of a mouthful. They do have them on most of the ships and they are very unique as well. The ships are designed to keep you entertained throughout your voyage, especially in the open deck areas. Here are just a few to ponder. There are numerous bars, sun lounges, observation areas, play areas for tennis or five-a-side football, mini golf, swimming pools, some are indoor, activity areas such as flow rider, adventure ropes, whirlpools, walking or jogging tracks with lanes for each exercise, dancing with the entertainment crew, and also fun and games as well. Rock climbing and zip lines, but only with Royal Caribbean on that one. Including the many famous theme parties on deck, such as the 1970s and the big one, the White Party, which is a big hit with passengers. And also all the water-themed areas. And some activities inside the ship, you've got tempen bowling, pool tables, video games areas, library, craft and creativity rooms, and also cooking classes as well. Also on your big ship, they will have the following entertainment areas, such as small live venues, where they will play rock, easy listening music, jazz classics, 
karaoke clubs, there will also be sports bars with screens showing you football or the latest sports, casinos, black or red, you decide, bingo, my favourite, pubs, comedy halls, show games, bar lounges, cafe parlours, 4D cinemas, that sounds exciting, dancing classes, club or disco, and many more. Now, one other question I get asked is smoking. Haven't been a smoker in the past, I know what it's like. And yes, there are assigned areas where you can have a smoke, all clearly posted. One area where even the veteran cruiser can sometimes get stuck is excursions. My advice is plan carefully and especially with children because some of the excursions will just be sightseeing and may be a bit of a bore for the kids. If unsure, just ask at the excursion desk. They are both helpful and knowledgeable. My recommendations is straightforward. If you feel comfortable in a European city, then do your own tour. But remember, always come at least half an hour before the ship's departure. If it's something special, say Pompeii, Capri or Rome, best do an excursion with the cruise line. A strong recommendation here, uh, if in a foreign country that you may not visit again, then take a long local currency, but in small denominations, for example, five or ten pounds. The reason being, if you go to any open market, we don't want you to be duped into handing over an equivalent of a 50 pound note and getting no change. And I've seen this with my own eyes. But one advice, don't be late for the ship as they will leave on time. And one reason why they know this, yes, you've guessed it, your ID card. That's the reason why they're scanned. What shall I wear on a cruise? Oh dear, the million dollar question. Just treat it as a normal holiday, but bring comfortable shoes in the form of boat shoes, such as nautical or similar. They look smart and you can almost wear them anywhere. Also a good pair of comfortable sneakers for excursions and flip-flops or similar for your open deck surroundings. In other words, take comfortable clothing especially something white for the famous themed party. And don't forget your swimming gear. And by the way, towels are provided. Hats, caps, and maybe the sombrero are recommended, but be wary, on the deck, it can be a bit windy. You can visit the shop for any kind of clothing, and although branded with the cruise line's name and logo, it's normally very reasonably priced. For evening wear, smart but casual should be okay. Sunscreen lotion and after sun is strongly recommended. These are available on board, but can be on the expensive side. On the subject of shops, always another favourite question that gets thrown my way. Now, due to international commerce and tax laws, the shops are actually closed while the ship is in port. Once the ship is three miles out, the shops will open, and on a typical cruise ship, you will find the following. Confectionery, souvenirs, mostly of the ship's brand, clothing, including jackets, Custom-made jewellery, some with eye-watering price tags, yeah, believe me. Handbags, cigarettes, alcohol, but only to be consumed inside your cabin. Apple technology products, perfume and aftershave, makeup and skincare, and one or two more. Now, prices and brands do vary between cruise lines, and some are tax-free. Wi-Fi, I hear you scream. This is still a great area, I'm afraid. It's so diverse that all cruise lines have their own separate packages. There are internet rooms on board which offer a pay-as-you-go basis. Best to check beforehand with information desk. What's in my stateroom? Staterooms or cabins are the same. Prices do vary between each cabin type and grade. So let's start off with the first one. 
inside these are the cheaper options especially in either forward or aft part of the ship and on the lower deck the average size is between 150 to 185 square foot sea view be cautious some of the cheaper cabins may say window but can be 100% obstructed by a lifeboat the average size is between 160 to 200 square foot balcony this can also be affected by a lifeboat the balcony is considered to be the best value for money cabin not only are they bigger but also have the balcony which acts as a spare room the balcony is a great place to view the world as it glides past and also you can have your breakfast there as well at no extra cost on average a balcony stateroom will measure between 175 to 220 square foot suites and penthouses now you're talking from junior to presidential suites they do however vary a lot in prices and size but you also get a lot more including butlers and your very own gym and jacuzzi oh, one day perhaps all cabins will feature a TV, safe, hairdryer, bath products and towels. One area where most people oversee are the electric sockets. As most cruise lines are catered for both the US and European markets, your adapter should reflect this. It's best to find it before you leave. Gyms or gymnasiums. Now, over the past 10 years, we have become more health conscious and better at looking after ourselves. Well, picture this. The gyms on most modern ships can match any exclusive fitness centers and have some of the following. You've got treadmills, epileptical trainers, stationary bikes, resistance training machines, free weights, rowing machine, exercise balls, mats for yoga and pilates classes. Some modern ships will have TVs and cardio machines. Also available water coolers with towels as well as qualified gym instructors are there on hand to help you. On most modern ships, the gyms are so well equipped that they take up an area from beam to beam. In other words, a ship's width. They are normally situated either just above or below the bridge where the captain is steering your ship. How cool is that? And from all around you, all you can see is the blue sea. Amazing. And by the way, the use of the gym is actually complimentary. On the open deck, you also have designated lanes for power walking. You have a fast and a slow lane food my favorite part of the cruise plenty of it and very good quality as well so you won't really go hungry on a cruise in fact on the, some of the ships or most of them in fact they actually have food stations well into the evening normally by the open deck areas where they will serve burgers hot dogs and pizzas at time of booking you will be asked if you have any food allergies if so the cruise line will be notified of this let's move now on to currency on board currency is very important on our cruise line because they stick to a no cash environment that's why you've got your id card some ships do have atms which mainly cater for both euros or us dollars depending on your destination also the currency on board does differ between cruise lines for any purchased items and it'll be advisable to check beforehand Every evening your appointed porter will leave a newsletter which will highlight the next day's events. It's worth familiarising yourself with this as it will include all the activities planned for the ship and also a summary of your next port of call. Naturally, if it's a day at sea there'll be more entertainment. But if you're like me, stick by the swimming pool with a cocktail and just soak up the rays. What could possibly go wrong? Disembarking or leaving. The worst time of the cruise is leaving i know it's not nice but hey you can rebook your next cruise whilst on board 
some will actually offer onboard credit or discounts at time of rebooking works on board so take advantage of it the night before you leave your friendly porter will leave you a form to fill out plus some luggage tags most probably color coded you'll be instructed to leave your tagged suitcases outside your cabin door where the porters will collect them in the early hours of the morning make sure you have a small handy bag for any loose clothes and also your toiletries after breakfast go to the designated area to disembark and from there you collect your suitcases from the terminal all cruise lines more or less operate in this way and you disembark between 9 and 10 in the morning some will differ here and there so it's always best to ask first well there you go I hope you've enjoyed my latest podcast on this um, first time on the cruise ship I would like to hear from you so just drop me a line um, on email it's albert at gocruiseandtravel.co.uk or visit my website go cruise with albert want to do it the old-fashioned way and call me here in london on 0208 450-1145 and I look forward to hearing from you now that we are more or less experts on cruises my next podcast is going to be a bit special simply because I'm picking four iconic voyages a cross-section in Europe and all with different themes so stay tuned and meet up next week bon voyage now where's my captain <laughs>